This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And there's a reason why Pakistan wants more trade with India, why Pakistan is looking to buy Russian oil, because the economic, global economic outlook is quite dull. You cannot pick and choose your partners anymore, it seems. You must reach out to everyone. And two challenges top everyone's priority list, oil and supply chains. Let's start with oil. For the last two days, oil prices have been rising steadily. Today, Brent crude was up 1.5%. That's more than $117 billion per barrel. $117 per barrel. What explains the surge? Two things. Number one, the European Union's partial ban on Russian oil. By the end of 2020, they will cut 90% of Russian imports. And that decision has sent prices spiraling. Reason number two, the brutal lockdown in Shanghai is coming to an end. As the city reopens, so will the factories, which means China's oil demand is slated to increase. And these two factors are driving up oil prices. For you and me, that means inflation. Unless oil prices come down, inflation will remain high. So what's the fix? Oil-producing countries must increase output. If they produce more oil, prices will come down. But Gulf states have been reluctant to do that. And the reason is quite simple. Higher prices mean more profits for them. So the likes of Saudi Arabia and the UAE have refused to increase output. But now they have... They are rethinking. They're having a rethink. Take a look at this report by the Wall Street Journal. It says OPEC is considering dropping Russia from the supply quota. What does that mean? It means that OPEC could strike a supply deal without Russia. Basically, go it alone. And if that happens, the Gulf states will be free to increase their oil output without Russia to stabilize the oil markets. But why now? Because Russia is proving to be a liability. Their oil output is expected to fall 8% this year. But OPEC's plan is to gradually increase production. In other words, the two sides are moving in opposite directions now. The solution is to strike a deal without Russia. In fact, this has been done before. Iraq was excluded in the 1990s because of sanctions. So were Libya, Venezuela and Iran. OPEC's next meeting is scheduled for Thursday and by then we will have a better idea about oil's future. And like I said, oil is just one challenge. The other is supply chains. Here too, the culprits are the same. Russia's war in Ukraine and China's zero COVID lockdown in Shanghai. Both factors have strained global supply chains. Some companies are looking for newer options like Apple. Since the last decade, China has been their major production center. iPhones, iPads, most Apple products were made in China. But now it is slowly changing. Apple is planning to shift some iPad production to Vietnam. China was too volatile for them, so they're moving out. And it's not just gadgets. Supply chain issues are affecting food exports as well. Take Malaysia, for example. Normally they export 3.6 million whole chickens every month. Malaysian chickens travel all over Southeast Asia. But starting this month, there is an export ban because the market is unstable. To grow chickens, you need chicken feed. And what is chicken feed made of? Grain and soybean. Both commodities are in short supply due to the war in Ukraine. So Malaysia has stopped exporting chickens. For neighboring Singapore, this is a national crisis because they cannot survive without chicken. In fact, chicken and rice 
is the undeclared national dish of Singapore. Just ask this resident. Chicken rice stores, if not 100% of chicken rice stores, all use fresh chicken rice. Basically, uh, imported live, slaughtered. So the ban would mean we are no longer able to sell. It's like McDonald's with no burgers. Or maybe Coca-Cola without Coke. Coca-Cola without Coke, he says. Clearly, chicken is more than just food in Singapore. Such supply chain issues are being reported all over the world, in fact. In the U.S., there is baby formula shortage. And to fix that, Joe Biden is organizing a roundtable today. Top infant formula manufacturers are expected to attend this meeting. Now, most experts agree that this crisis is temporary. Once the lockdowns end, once Russia's war is over, the supply chain should return to normal. But even then, we must focus on building new ones, new and more resilient supply chains, because the current ones are too volatile. If you think about it, two men have single-handedly upset our budgets. Xi Jinping with his illogical lockdowns and Vladimir Putin with his war on Ukraine. Certainly not the hallmark of a reliable system.